Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister, and welcome to the Hot Box edition of KMA Talks Radio. With me, of course, as always, the man with the most, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Hello. We should have had, like, towels on, like, been, like, samurais and saunas or something. Yes, that so, would have been uh, far more appro- apropos, right. per but, se. But I've been told a brand-new air conditioning unit, even though we didn't have air conditioning last Saturday, is coming. There wasn't it. one set last week, either? It broke down, like, over the weekend last weekend. Oh. Literally. Friday and it's not working. like there's not enough air conditioning people in the state of Florida that could possibly come fix this for us. No, it just takes a week to make a decision and say, hey, we're going to actually have to pay for something. <laughs> Got to laugh when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's Colin, like here. Colin, Colin on point. Wait, wait, Colin was Colin was expecting it. Look at his new haircut. It's air conditioning friendly. Lack of air conditioning. Vivacious. Yes. <laughs> Look, looking good there, Colin. Yes, it's a wonderful day. Uh, with us, as always, our good friend Steve Saka has uh, decided to join us for this one sweaty edition. Steve, Sakalicious. Yeah, of course, you'd invite me the day you have air no air conditioning. Yes. Like, let's take the fattest man on the planet and stick him in a box and sweat him the, down. The two fattest men. We're like, we're like nuclear power. We're like dual nuclear power plants <laughs> sitting next to each other. I'm sure we can find some sumo wrestlers who will help keep the entire uh, stench of these things honestly, going on for us. It'll be the great. fact that we're both in the same room, the temperature went up like 10 degrees uh. right away. <laughs> It's going to be a brutal two hours. Oh, yes. And then we're going to talk about meat, too. And uh, sitting in for Paul, who's at Daddy Boot Camp today, is our old friend, AJ. Hi, AJ. Howdy. How's it going, everyone? AJ Lapore. Does he need some sound? I didn't hear I him. I didn't really. hear him say anything. Yes. No, it's sound. not his vocal. It's uh, oh. he's plugged in. That's plugged in. And Can you hear him, Colin? No? no. Keep talking. Say hello. Thank you for having me, everyone. How's everyone doing? Yeah, I'm not picking him up. Nope. Are you a little far away? Maybe, the maybe move the mic up a little bit. There. Yeah, try moving the mic a little closer. See if that works. No, that's not. Hello. I was just wishful thinking. Yeah. We'll figure it out either way. Yeah. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out here or there. <laughs> but yes, you were talking about Evan Darnell? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Guy. You're going to love this guy, Steve. Yes. Uh, Steve yeah. Sog is going to be here for our Meet Your Megan. Evan Darnell from the Red Meat Lovers Club. Uh, oh, yeah. I already like this. This sounds oh, great. Oh, yeah. I went to an event. I went to an event last week. Last month. He has an event once a month. Right. And um, it was probably one of – when you ever have, like, ho- over 100-plus people at, an, at a food event, right. cooking for everybody, it's even worse. Um, but it was m- one of the most well-run events. And on top of the food, which is, like, endlessly amazing, and it was crazy. Um, and he's just a very exciting and, and – uh, he just he's all about the brotherhood. He's created this brotherhood like we have in the cigar industry, but he's right. got the meat, you know, food. And he's called the secretary. Yeah, this is this is right down Tessin. my alley. I, I, right down your yeah, alley. Abs- yeah. Up my alley, yeah. down my alley, around right. my alley. Around your alley. Yeah. In your Wherever. Alley, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's created this awesome society of guys. And he's called the secretary of steak. 
the Secretary of State. Oh, he's great. No, he's great. So he's coming on. You know, we got these aprons that we wore. That's it. I, I need a nickname, the Czar of Cigars. There you go. Some crazy. Secretary of State. So he'll be interesting. He'll be on in the second hour of the show. Yes, it'll be very good. Uh, it's always good to talk to people who have great things. I don't know why I'm drinking hot coffee. I swear, I swear to God, it's like 8,000 degrees in here. I got hey. the iced coffee. Smart man. Working out. Smart Every week man. here at KMA Talk Radio, we like to give wonderful things away. Our good friends over at Zycar like to give away the Zycar Caption Contest of the Week. Congratulations to Hector Marrero of Miami, Florida. You were winning last week's caption contest. If you'd like to win a Zycar Linea Lighter in blue this week, just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your best caption on the photo of the ladies in... The hot tub, lighting up some cigars to get you started. Well, that's my idea for Gilligan's Island. Okay, no worries. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. Yes, I'm aware. We're try- I'm trying. For some reason, the streaming feed isn't doesn't want to populate. Oh, there we go. Nothing wants to work when it's this uh, on a good Saturday morning, but we're just trying to keep the show rolling. That's it. Sounds good. Yes, so every week here at KMA, we also like to give away a five-pack from Recluse Cigars. Last week, we asked you, will the peace between North and South Korea stand... Uh, 57% of you know it's some kind of a strategy for a little rocket man to attack. Uh-oh. I don't. No. Nah. Well, yeah, what's your take on it? Let's be honest. I mean, they haven't attacked one another in all these years since the Korean War. Mm-hmm. So, for all practical purposes, there has been peace, but it's been detente, right? I just... I, yeah, you got you know, our listenership uses these big words like detente, you know. Just, oh, sorry. Yeah, Everybody you know, get I'll, out. I'll, get drop, out your, I'll drop one letter off. I know AJ just went, what? Get out your dictionaries. Do you want, my real, you want political announcer or do you want to know what I think of Rocket Man? Which is it? <laughs> A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay, Rocket Man's totally whacked. You know what I find amazing about this whole story is the fact that Dennis Rodman gave him a copy <laughs> of Trump's book and now is claiming that this is the reason why the whole disposition of uh, of Rocket Man has changed well, from reading it, the book. Do you book. think it's a farce? Um, do you think he's just going through some motions on an alternate no, agenda? I, I, no, I, I, look, it's in their best interest for this okay, to get so done. Okay, that being said, I have a question for you then. This guy's been a thorn in our side for what? Over a decade plus. Yes. Okay. More than that, I mean. Okay, why now? I think that the pressure, I think once China. the Chinese got involved, I think that's where the game really changed. Because when they didn't have a place to get cash from and they weren't having a place to export things to, and China actually taking a stand on it. And what made China all of a sudden taking a stand on it? Well, I mean, obviously from the conversations that they have with the current administration. Nuclear fallout. This is my point. I said this before. I'm not a staunch Trump fan. Obviously, the guy's a giant man-child as far as I'm concerned. The less he speaks or tweets or does anything publicly is in the best interest of this whole country. And we're going to talk about this later in the show. We were talking about what's going on in Nicaragua. Right. And what you you know, you know just got back from there and all the insanity that's going on there and the break of revolution. I, and, and I always say to myself, how do these people get in office? What, how, but we did it ourselves here, man, basically. We, you know, we did it here in our own country. So I can't even... I don't think it's to the same degree. It's like, not far. No, it is. It's not that far. Uh, it, listen to me. As on. far as the damage you can do, yeah. But as far as the mental aptitude, I don't know... There's that much difference. You know, oddly enough, love, hate, you know, his being so disruptive has made some things really shift that haven't moved forever. This is my point. I mean, how do, how do these you know, people not at you know, least getting, acknowledge? Getting NATO to contribute more. This is what I'm saying. Getting North Korea to come to the table. Whether you're a fan you know, or not, how are you going to discredit this from him? I Which mean, they do, and they will. And they'll they find a way. Yeah, it's, it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. 
Anyway, 20% of you said, uh, yes, Kim Jong-un seems like an honest chap, and so 20% of you were very disillusioned. <laughs> and then 23% of you said there's a Korea problem. A Korea is there, problem. Is there a Korea? There's a Korea problem? Yes. Come on, there's been a Korea problem ever since uh, Will Ferrell did the famous, right. you want to know who's in the Axis of Evil? Yeah. One of the Koreas, math, <laughs> and all these other people. Classic Will Ferrell speech. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be a great episode of KMA Talk Radio. We'll, it's going to be a steamer. It's going to be a steamer. <laughs> and uh, i got to tell you, it's a good thing I uh, decided not to go on a diet till this week. Holy it's going to start today when we hit stay in the hot box right here in the classic Palm Beach Garden studio. It's wonderful. This is everything we always wanted when I dreamed of getting into radio. All right, we're going to take a short break. Welcome back. Get that on the air? <laughs> yes, I did. Take the break, dude. Good time yeah. to take a break. <laughs> Holy we'll cow. be back. We're here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it's it the heat. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres rapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied. This cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo y Julieta. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited-edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, 
The Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. For 500 years, Nicaragua has served as a crossroads of cultures, ever since indigenous inhabitants mocked arriving Spanish conquistadors in a colorful, costume satirical masterpiece called El Huehuense, or The Wise Man. This great dance continues today in the careful blending of Nicaragua's finest tobacco. Master blender Nicolas Melillo has worked tirelessly to create and honor the great dance of flavors in El Huehuense cigars. Visit FoundationCigars.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the host with the most honest Abe. Good morning. And our special guest, AJ. What's up, guys? And it's time now for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. (laughs) Joking on the coffee. This week, KMA Talk Radio is pleased to welcome back old friend and former special guest and contributor to KMA Talk Radio... Mr. Steve Saka, CEO of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve, welcome back. Old and I'm special. That's how you describe someone you're putting in an infirmary, right? All right. <laughs> old and special. I'm old and special. That's funny. So, I mean, you know, you already said in there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, my first question is, you know, when you first created Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, yeah. you were trying to buy a bank, and that's where the trust came from. Right. Yeah, he are you any, me to ask you. If you are you any closer to acquiring yet? the bank yet? Absolutely not. Not zero. Have you given up completely on it? Yeah, the guy's going to have to die before I have a shot in heck because he just, uh, yeah, he want he wants crazy money. He he literally wants a bank for the bank. He wants the bank for the bank. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the trust will never fully come to fruition. Look, the Dunbarton the name's tobacco. incorporated. It is what it is. I mean, the warranty seal looks like it's money, so that's as close as I think I'm going to get. <laughs> so basically creating a money seal rather than actually <laughs> losing money, that's yeah, all. Yeah. So you just got back from Nicaragua. Yeah, I flew in uh, yesterday. How long were you there? A very short trip. You know, we're in that phase where we're doing final preps for, uh, for the trade show coming up. So it was more a spot check kind of trip. Mm-hmm. There were a couple experimental crops that I had to look at that we've been working on. It was more just kind of see where they're at. But mm-hmm. uh, So it was a short in and out. I popped down, I think it was Sunday, and I bounced right back out yesterday. So. Oh, wow. So obviously there's stuff you're working on for the show coming in July. Right. Obviously that's going to be something that's, you know, I don't want to dive into that right now. We've okay. got a lot of show. We've got a lot of time. We won't get right into that. We'll tease forward about what we're going to talk about with Steve's new stuff. But you also, this year, released The Unicorn. Right. Which I wanted to talk to you about. Wow, it just came out right out of the gate. Let's talk about The Unicorn. Yeah. It's a good thing to talk about right away. And then I'm going to... Have you smoked one? God, yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's the first thing anybody says. <laughs> Have you smoked one? I, I, I probably smoked. A, I smoked it easily. I've smoked at least a hundred of them. Really? Come on. Yeah. Now, for the, for our listeners who don't know, tell us about the unicorn. The unicorn is this uh, crazy large. You know, it's it's a diademus. It's a custom shape, and it was kind of a, a pet project that was kind of done out of just kind of a are you kidding me kind of perspective. And it, it, it kind of stemmed from my traveling around the country last year. Kept going. You have to understand, you guys in the trenches, in the stores, the consumers, you guys actually know way more about what's going on than I do. I've always said that. I'm in my own little world. Every, every I got man, my tobacco you? problems. I got my worker problems. I got my this problem. But that's not just you. That's every manufacturer. And you know what's funny is sometimes when I have conversations with these guys, we have meetings, I say, oh, yeah, you heard this brand. You're like, what brand? Like, you don't know that brand? I'm always amazed at how un- not in touch they are with everything else that's going on. Yeah, because you like you're really buried in your own little yep. world. Yeah, I mean, it's not just you; it's no, everybody. I mean, and so so I was stunned last year when I was traveling around. How many like forty dollars, sixty dollars, eighty dollars, hundred and twenty dollars, five hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars cigars are on the market? I had no clue. I mean, I knew about Davidoff's fancy five hundred dollars cigar. I knew about Gurkha's fifteen hundred dollars cigar, but there's like cigars made by like absolutely. Nobody. Mm-hmm. It's literally just an invented dude who invented a brand, and instantly he has a $120 cigar, and it just made – so it kind of like – as a guy that is involved in that in the business, there's only so much you can spend on making a cigar. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's a top end. Of course. A cigar but, can only going to cost so much to make no matter what you do. At a oh, certain, that's not a good yeah. – At a certain point – at a certain point, you have to be an idiot to spend more. You know what I mean? Like or, putting twenty-four gear gold leaf on a wrapper, right? But well, that, but that doesn't actually that? right. But actually, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't come into part of making the cigar. So why not? I know, but what I'm saying is, just for the cigar, everything after you make the cigar, the taxes, the import, the marketing, the packaging. But there's a certain level. So the question kind of, and then I, I was smoking some of those forty, eighty, and hundred twenty dollars cigars, and honestly, they were just like every other seven to fifteen dollars cigar. That was really it, good. There was yeah, just there was nothing special about it's it. It's a fine cigar, but did I really get my money's worth? Right. Did so, it blow my skirt up? So that kind of like brought me into this question of okay, if I'm just really an idiot, and I just do everything to the Absolute nth degree. How much money can you physically spend to make one cigar? Okay. Well, the answer is about thirty-seven dollars and forty-eight cents. Wow. <laughs> yes. To and, the penny. Yes. To that's the a, penny. that's wow. about that's about what it comes out to, and that's literally doing and everything. Now you know. Stupid. That's me personally hand sorting wow. the, yeah. the six thousand pounds. Just so we're clear, most of that's in labor. Not, because the process of the labor, right. I'm sure. You know, the, the level of, like, I handcrafted the mold. This was in. Myself. You know <laughs> what I mean? I bought a lathe. I, I made custom poly molds to make a thousand cigars. Normally right. make poly molds and for you years. use those for, for 10 years, years, for years to make two to 400 cigars every day. Mm-hmm. I literally made $6,000 of plastic molds to use to make a thousand cigars. It's just, the whole thing is crazy. And so it cost me thirty-seven forty-eight. I had my typical margin of about forty points. It put it up where it was like basically you know fifty fifty-five. So I'm kind of like okay, it's a hundred-dollar cigar, and wazoo. And I just uh, and I basically look. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing smoke. It's one of the very best broadleaf cigars I've ever had. 
I mean, I'm really proud of it, but it's insanely stupidly priced. Wait, what did you tell a guy in a store? Yeah, you tell me a story last night. Yeah, I, you know, I was at I was at uh, I was at a store. Okay, you I was at Davidoff in Tampa doing an event, and we had a whole we had like 20 of them. And I'm like, you know, we're not going to sell these. These are crazy. You know what I mean? And uh, within an hour, we sold all 20. What did you tell the one and guy the one about guy, four? So I explained to the guy about the cigar, huh. right? And he goes, and I'm saying, listen, it's an art project. It's you an are, art project. You are, listen, you're not paying more than what it costs, what it should be, but it's stupid to buy it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm saying you should buy 10 Mikeritas. It's a much better use of your money. Yeah. You get 10 great cigars for $100. Absolutely. You buy one unicorn. Yeah, it's a unique experience, but it's $100. So I'm like, you know, this doesn't make any sense. I go, so you're telling me if I buy it, I'm a chump? I'm like, yes. That's what he tells the guy. <laughs> he bought four. <laughs> he bought four. <laughs> he bought four. Great success. Right? Uh, you know... And listen, and people think I'm like getting rich off it, you know what I mean? But I'm not. It's only a thousand cigars. It's only a thousand yeah. cigars. That's not even pay your lunch look, tab. Not, and now that I will, that now, paid for the bill to go Let me say this: <laughs> in 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 the full disclosure mode, when I was going through the effort of sorting the tobacco to make these thousand, I sorted enough to make another four thousand. Okay, of the exact same tobacco. Right. So you have it ready. So I the can I can make. I mean, exact same tobacco, all sorted at the very same time, set aside. So, oddly enough, I have tons of retailers that are saying, hey, I absolutely need them. I have customers that they've got to have it. And, you know, who am I to fight with anybody? But the truth is, if anybody thinks I'm getting rich at it, they're crazy. There's just not, there's not that much money in it. Because even if you sold all of it's them. nothing. It's jump change. Yeah, it's like, what, I'm going to make $4,000 profit on my end? That's you a know big Vegas I mean? dinner for you. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's a crazy, it's a crazy but, thing. But I think this goes to show the craziness of what the industry is becoming and what the industry is come, turning into. And that's just a part you of know, it. And, well, I, I, I know you're going to make a great point, Steve. But I have to cut you off because there's a 20-second hard break. We are going to have more with Steve Saka. We're going right. to hear all about the great stuff that Steve has planned for the trade show this year and what's coming up from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust in the very near future. And, you know, a lot of great FDA topics. And, you know, Steve's just a great talker anyway. So it's going to be a great show. Make sure you stick around and keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. If you had to pack a go-bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. 
Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go too. Surgeon General Warning: Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Make sure you try all of Coldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Aficionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLEcigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the host with the most, Honest Dave himself. Good morning. And Good our morning. buddy AJ sitting in for what Paul. Up, what up? Because Paul has his balls in a vice grip. Paul's got a baby, baby class. Daddy, daddy it, it's really funny because before the show, well, baby daddy class. Before the show, <laughs> we were sitting in the green room, which is not green at all. It might be green, actually. It's actually not. No, but I think it's blue like the rest is it? of it. Okay. Yeah. So we're in there, and I, you know, I have my two daughters here with me today, and we were talking about Paul and where he was, and, I, and he said, Daddy Boot Camp. And my oldest like, what's Daddy okay, Boot Camp? Okay, back up. Yeah, what is Daddy Boot Camp? I'm confused. <laughs> 
basically his wife made him take a class. To, he actually said to me earlier, did you know how to change a baby's diaper? Uh, he kind of figured Let it out. Let you take a class for what, that? Dude, they made him, she made you him pay take, somebody? Paid money to go spend whatever, four hours or five or six hours on a Saturday afternoon to prepare yourself to be a daddy. Diaper changing, burping. I know my expression doesn't translate the radio. No, no, it does. You're but, on camera. But I mean, yeah. it's like a what the. Yeah. So wait, the best part is when I explain it to my eight, my ten and eight year old daughters, they both started laughing. That's all you need to know. Oh yeah. At least I know I'm doing a good job. I mean, eight year old, a ten year old girl right. think it's stupid. Right. They 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 found it hilarious. So at least I know I'm raising them right. At least. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. And, of course, we're here with Steve Saga for our Meet Your Maker segment. <laughs> Daddy D, can you believe it? No, actually, well, what, what choice do I have? But Then my wife absurd. tried, then my, I was telling my wife this story. She was trying to defend him. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, said, I said, what were they doing 100 years ago? We survived. <laughs> Guess what? Oh, yeah. And if we don't, that's just nature taking its course. Oh, it's Still going to get peed on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to get beat on this for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Daddy daycare. As soon as, he's getting, as soon as his kid gets old enough, I'm going to express to him what a wuss his dad was. He had to take daddy daycare to raise you, young man. Yeah. Oh, great. So before we went to uh, break, Steve, I had been teasing that we were going to talk about, because you have just returned from Nicaragua, yeah. doing some final checking on what you're working on for the trade show coming right. up in July. But by the way, through... question on uh, Facebook Live. I know it's at the top of your list of things you're thinking <laughs> about, but what bourbon will you have at your booth this year? <laughs> Like it was yeah, it was asked. It was asked. Someone's thirsty. Who asked that? <laughs> John Crabtree. Uh, I love John Crabtree. But are you kidding me? Like this is the top of my list of things to think about. I'll tell you what, John. You tell up. me what bourbon you want, and that's what I'll buy. There you go. <laughs> so, what a guy. You know, this is how you get things done, people. Right there, you go. Tell Steve what you want at his booth, and he'll make it happen. That's Absolutely. funny. So I'm going to start with what is it you've been holding ever since you got here in your hand there? Oh, we, it's, uh, what can we talk about? We yeah, that's not is, what I smoked last night. Yeah, it, it is. Oh, just, just different, different size. size. Why didn't you give me that size? You give me this like Mammothian cigar. I like that size. Let me yeah. see that. No, Let me no, just no, take no, a look is, at it. I don't it. need your grubby little fingers all over the thing I'm putting in my mouth. I'm going to touch the part you no, can smoke. No, leave it alone. All right. You know what? You buy them, then you can feel them up all however you want. <laughs> Uh, okay. Brand called Sin Compromiso. Ah, this is actually something that you had originally come out with was, the name for. Right, when you I originally had, started the company from the moment that I, you know, started the company. I knew I was going to make Sin Compromiso. Mm-hmm. The the thing with Sin Compromiso was, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I'm my own worst enemy. I make everything too difficult to the nth degree, and yes, you do. I know I do, and it, and it, and it cost a fortune, and it's really super unique and special. And I honestly don't know that consumers can tell a damn bit of difference. Well, I, I think I think you suffer from what a lot of guys suffer, especially when they get in the manufacturing side that I, as a retailer, seen is you want to make cigars that caters to what you want in a cigar. And yeah, I only sta- make cigars and that your I standard, like. Your standards is exceptionally sh- above most people. I mean, not most. Let's be honest. <laughs> I have other advertisers. So, I know. You know I have sponsors the show, but. But, Nobody but, is but, as but critical it's, it's, as I it's am. to the nth extreme. I mean, yes. it's just overly redundant. And 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 I think the problem is then today is there's not that many consumers at that level to appreciate the amount of work you put so, in. So you've narrowed down the pool of people who's going to appreciate the work you put in the cigar. You but, know, but what I do know is the people that smoke my cigars, they're going to be like, really? Yeah. I mean, it's just so. Anyways, getting back to this one. It's got this crazy, we did this crazy, I call it cultiva tanto, mm-hmm. which means foolish, you know, harvest, foolish cultivation. And um, we actually, it's been three years now, but we've been growing a special crop in San Andreas. 
that we literally we grow it into the rain. I mean, into the rain, which is very difficult because you lose so much of it. Mm-hmm. And in addition to growing it into the rain, we also literally throw away half the crop from the beginning. We actually take all the bottom leaves off it and just toss them away. We don't even try to. We, we want to focus just on the top three, four primings at most. So right from the beginning, we're throwing half the potential crop away, and then we're damaging another half of the crop because we're growing into the rain. And But the result is it makes a very sweet, inherently kind of like a real it's like a really nice kind of smoky spiciness to it and it, it's it's a fantastic tobacco that's just uh it's it's just insane <laughs> that's all i can say wow so how many sizes are we looking at in the scene compromiso um i have five but i'm probably only going to sell like three of them because i don't think the others i mean i have like this size but the problem is they're just so expensive to make mm-hmm. at i just don't know who's gonna i mean they're not unicorn expensive right let's not but is it we're talking more than like say the elk? Let uh, me say this: the, I don't know the exact numbers yet mm-hmm. because I got to get. I'm working on the production numbers to see what the actual indexes are on the floor. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm imagining it's going to be somewhere. It could be as little as you know, sixteen, seventeen dollars. Could be as much as twenty-three dollars. So this is even going to be more than the Sobra Mesa, which was a ten to thirteen dollar yeah. when it first came out. Yeah, no, this is this is a. As Abe would say, I'm trying to do everything possible to not make a living. <laughs> <laughs> How does your wife feel about that? Yeah, well, I'll let you ask her. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it's. I don't know, man. It's I mean, just, seriously, how's working with your wife in general? Because I I attempted that like for four months. Working with my wife is actually really good, Cindy. I mean, you know Cindy. Yeah, Cindy's, I call her your better half. Literally, yeah, she's way my better half. I mean, yeah. she's amazing. She is. Yeah. Got lucky there, buddy. Yeah, you know. Shot above the bar. That's another, you know, us big fat guys shooting high. Well, I was skinny when I married her. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, what a disappointment. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just She kidding. got the bad end of the stick. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. So, all right, so Sin Compromesa, is there something else you're working on coming out with um, that we can talk about? Yeah, you know, I, I, have a, I have a unique size in Todos Las Dias where I tweak the blend, but... Um, as, you know, it's uh, Saint Compromiso is the bulk of it. And the other thing too is for me, you know, I have all these great cigars, and I really need to work on getting them into people's hands and mm-hmm. shops, and you know, just constantly, you know, I can keep making new stuff, mm-hmm. but what's the point if people aren't getting it? I mean, the cigars are, you know, the cigars are fantastic. Mike Rita is a fantastic cigar. Excellent. So, I mean, it's one of these things where. I'm almost kind of stealing my own thunder mm-hmm. every time I make something else new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like I, I got a Lancero, but who cares? How many Lanceros am I going to sell? I'm going to sell 12 on Tuesday. Where's the mystical place in the country where all the Lanceros get bought? There's there's one account that sells in a Texas? lot of Lanceros. Yeah. yeah, but outside of that one guy's anomaly in the universe? Yeah. I, but everybody, you go and still, everybody wigs out, oh, Lanceros. Every time we bring them in, they just sit on the show. That's what I tell people. But mind blowing. Yeah. So, but it, so I'm making them knowing that I'm not going to sell many of them. I mean, for the guys that are really into Lancero, well, it doesn't sound like a good business model there, pal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Great. Wow. Boy, so you bring me in here to not only sweat me, but to also shake me down. No, yeah. we're not shaking. Sweating you, we're definitely sweating you today. Holy Woo! cow! Yeah, Sakalicious. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. 
So I'm glad you brought up the Todos Los Dias, which yeah. is a product you came out with last year yeah. as a follow-up to the Micarita and the Sobre Mesa, which was the first launch. Now, for me, and don't get me wrong, the Sobre Mesa and the Micarita, the Micarita tasted like a C- Steve Saka cigar. Yes. It tasted like something Steve Saka made. Yes, it does. And when the Todos Los Dias, when I had them, I'm like, this almost doesn't seem like it's the exact, it doesn't seem as much like a Steve Saka cigar. Well, the thing is, why do I want to make the same cigar over and over again? Because, I mean, that's the one thing that, for good or for bad, I expect people to really love one of my lines mm-hmm. and really the other one, like, I don't like that. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very distinct, different flavor profiles or different smoking experiences. I mean, you know, some people will tell you Totos Las Dias is the best cigar I've ever made. Other people say Miki Rita, and other people say, no, the Sober Mesa Short Churchill. And that's a good thing because I'm making very unique and different cigars. So hopefully. The thing is, the challenge is to get people to try them all mm-hmm. and say, okay, this one's for me, this one isn't for me. And uh, But no, it's, yeah, I mean, so many companies just seem to make the same cigar. And you buy cigars from certain companies, and before you even put it in your mouth, you already know what it's going to taste like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You already know, oh, well, this is going to be spicy. Like this is going to be strong. Pizza. This is going to be this. But, I mean, and they just keep making new brands and they're just replacing the other brands. They're replacing their own brands but constantly. This, this has been a cycle and a bad cycle that this industry has been in for almost a decade now. And getting worse exponentially as time goes by. you got more players in the game. Everybody's starting brands. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. i got guys who are line cooks today and you know, cigar makers tomorrow. <laughs> I see it. Literally. I know. We all see it. So it's it's you know how how but see I don't begrudge the little guy to be honest with you I mean because we all start from listen, zero I don't begrudge the little guy but I feel like Thanos in like Infinity Wars man it's not good for the universe it's not good for the cigar verse man yeah. and, you know I mean it's just not it's not healthy long term yeah, it's not healthy for retail listen as a manufacturer your job has become ten times harder oh absolutely to build a brand a consistent brand with any longevity but you don't get rewarded for doing what i'm doing right now oh, you not. you buying you buying a lot of tobacco you get punished making a very consistent product you know Long-term. putting a tremendous yeah. amount of attention into detail and quality you get punished because the truth is i could put any piece of crap in a box tomorrow and sell two thousand boxes Easy. instantly yep. and run away with the cash and then oh well, i'll put another thing in a box and i'll sell another two thousand boxes and I mean, but at what point does someone break the chain? Who who's going to be the know. one that says, "Hey, we need enough a Thanos." We need a enough. Thanos, we need a Thanos I mean, to come sure. down. But but it's the truth. It's not good for those manufacturers. I know. I'm swimming upstream, but Wait, I'm going to fight good. the fight. I don't care. It's not good for us as retailers. Managing a store today has become insane. You're overfluxed with brands. You got to keep killing brands to make room for them. Our humidors don't grow. Our humidors don't get bigger. There's not an expansion. It's a limited amount of space, and yet the SKUs keep coming, and right. they keep coming. And what's worse is, back 20 years ago, I got into business, I could care less if you made out 20 new SKUs because no one was walking through my doors asking for them. And if one of those tw- 20 made it mainstream, I'd bring that one in. Right. Well, not because of the blog verse and social media. I got guys coming in for 20 brands, new brands every week. Oh, I saw this. Do you have this? It's not healthy. It's not the only people who really are benefiting this right now is at the consumer level but what's going to happen but are is they benefiting because not long term and they don't know it yet because what's going to happen is companies will fail prices will go up quality will go down it, it, it's it's a long-term problem everything would have to go to limited runs almost 
Well, there are guys who follow that model now. Yeah. yeah. They don't make a consistent brand. They make 3,000 boxes of something. They sell it. It's gone. Two months later or six months later, they come out with their second line. Which is almost good because the consumer is always you know, worried about what's new instead of what's out there. And that's good. That's the, been the, out. The problem is that works good only at a certain level. It's not really that scalable. You're never going to grow past a certain point trying right. to run a model like that. Yeah. If you're one guy working out of your garage. And eventually you burn. If you're one guy working out of your garage at your right. house right. and you – you don't even touch the product. It right. comes These guys are, you I'm telling you, there are so many people that are cigar makers that literally they come to Nicaragua once a year. Oh, easy. I mean, and, yeah. they're, there, and they're there for two, three days. I'll bet you there's guys who never even went down there. And they never leave the wow. conference room in the factories they're in. Yeah. And, I mean, they know absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? But in the end, to the consumer, does it matter? Because in the end, they're going to say, hey, I smoke cigar and I really like it. The thing that blows me away, look, I've never said that I'm the purveyor of good taste. I'm only the purveyor of my own taste. But I am stunned when I look at social media, some of the cigars that get love. <laughs> I'm like, really? If you like that kind of scar, if you like that kind of smoking experience, here are like five other options that are just much, much better cigars. And I'm so tempted to comment, but you can't. No, well, listen, yeah. I mean, it's but, not. It's not that. That's, the number of subpar wait, cigars that people that. smoke is crazy. But let me clarify that because subpar is subjective. So it's not. It's actually not. It kind of is. Yeah. I mean, Mad Dog 2020 is a very vintage drink in some <laughs> areas of the country. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's a, but, it, but let me say this. Mad Dog 2020 is not trying to pretend to be something it isn't. That's also a little subjective, too. But but my point being is this. is I'm not as shocked by that as I am about these brands I never even heard of. How many brands I see on there. I'm going like, to tell you right now, though. What's that? My brand, what's that? But I'm, because my brands are brands day, that nobody's ever heard of, too. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, really obscure. I mean, like, I'm just telling you. Labels I never seen, brands I never heard about, companies. There was a day where there was some level of credibility you had to have right. to make cigars in this industry. If you didn't, it was just absurd. Right. There's none today. That's completely out the window. There's none today. You don't need any credibility to make a brand. All you need is a good story. Yeah. Or be a fancy schmancy dresser. Or, or be all tatted up and whatever. I mean, Or just have 10K, 10K in cash. Yeah. yeah, but you know, but it's it's amazing the, the the credibility factor that was that was required to make cigars in this industry twenty years ago. I don't, I don't see it. It's yeah. gone. I don't see it. Well, but consumers don't that, reward that. This is true. But I like where, where this is going. We have got a lot more great things happening here on KMA Talk Radio. Going to take a short break. More when we come back. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. 
When Dominican passion, artistry, and skill combine with 114 years of family legacy, you don't just have a cigar. You have the cigar. Whether you love the mild, flavorful La Aurora 1987 Connecticut, the spicy 1962 Corojo, or the always smooth, sweet La Aurora 1903 Cameroon, you aren't just enjoying a part of history. You're lighting your own legacy, flavor, value, family. Be a part of something. Look to the lion. Smoke La Aurora. We are Dominican defined. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now, experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcast live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Episode 297, only three more episodes until we will be live for the 300th episode at Cutters, Cigars, and Spirits in Alpharetta, Georgia. We're pumped, we're, we're pumped up about going. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Somebody get me that lemon pepper chicken. I'm so excited about Chick -fil -A. this. Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. And they're all watching us right now, Cutters. Right? It's on the TV in the store. Oh, so really? Big shout-out to the Cutter crew. Buy my cigars, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Put them on your shelves. Your customers deserve the best. Okay. Sockalicious. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something funny because oh. I've, I've been Steve's friend for a very long time. Do you even really know if they're a customer or not? 
I don't know. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think they're a customer. But you don't really even know. No, look, right? I love it. I'm again, me not knowing about what other brands are doing. I don't even know what my own company's doing. Right? I got, like I said, I'm in my own little tornado. Well, I have this you know, thing is when we really so want. So for all I know, all my cigars are on the shelf already. Right? And cutters, and I'm, well, I just made myself look like a total jag off. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> not the first or last time. <laughs> that part is definitely true. Yeah. When we, all right, we got a customer from a. Uh, we got a, a listener. We got a listener from a good fan, Alan Rubin. Asked Steve, a long time listener. Alan yeah. used to watch all our shows live when we Alan's did it in the studio. Guy. Yeah, Steve. There's been several grandfathered brands that have come back into the market recently. What doormat brand would you like to see come back? Doormat. 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 Dorm- I, I think it's dormant. 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 Kids that can really read. Might you know what? Auto check. I'm gonna say this: the dormant brand may have been a doormat <laughs> brand too. <laughs> um, you know. There was a brand that there was a brand that I really loved the name of, and it was just, and it was one of Lou's brands. It was one of the Noxa brands. You just missed him. He was on. He was on uh, about three weeks ago, three four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah about a month ago. Yeah. yeah, Lou's a genius. Yeah, yeah. But so which brand was it? It was a brand called Mantequilla. Oh, uh, butter. Yeah. Butter. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it translates to butter. Yeah, but it's, Mantequilla. It's uh, it was the packaging was weak. The uh, the cigar was even weaker. Butter. Uh, That's funny. But honestly, it's one of the few, like I say, wow. You know, the, the fact that that needs to be in the marketplace. It needs to be it needs to be done right. And it can be done right. You know what I mean? But and that it, wasn't a national brand. It was a how, you know, well, look, it was it was a grand. The question was a grandfather brand. Yeah, all right, yeah. but but but, but I, I tell you what, one that I'm, I'm I I know is coming up, and I'm kind of shocked. And I think it was actually a brilliant move on his part. Is you know they're bringing back one off. Yeah, yeah, and that was a well-known brand, predicate brand. Yeah, I don't know about well-known. Yeah, uh, yeah, it had its mo- it had its minutes, moment. Yeah, it had its fifteen minutes of glory, and basically at the end of the day, it ended up being more of a mismanaged brand than anything. Yeah. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that comes about, but that that for me is like a who's legitimate- going to do one off. Uh, Dion. Oh, okay. Dion. Oh yeah, it'll be a great one. Uh, so hey, there you go. Mantequilla. So why, I'm sure Lou probably still owns it. I'm sure he'd let he'd give it to you. Yeah, I think uh, I think Knox actually owns oh, it. Oh really? Yeah. So we'll see. Well, we got. Well, we don't even have that much time, do we? Hey, we got two. We got two and a half minutes. You just got back from Nicaragua, right? What's what's the situation now? Yeah, there? situation's a little awry right now. It's um, pretty grim from yeah, all I the mean, stuff you read. Yeah, it's, it's actually grimmer on the ground than what you're reading. Really? Yeah, it's actually it's actually. Well, what were you worse. doing down there? You weren't Look, concerned? No, I am concerned, but, you know, what choice do I have? If you, I mean, again, if I want to be a cigar maker from my, you know, garage, in garage yeah. then it's one thing. But if I want to, you know, do what I do, I have to make trips down there. Um, look, it's politically very tenuous right now. Volatile. Yeah, and look, we've had a series of protests. And when I left yesterday, I think we were up to 70 people that have been, uh, killed. That have been killed as a result of these riots. Wow. And it's, uh, it's a bit of a tinderbox. And it's kind, of, it's kind of like one of these situations where, I mean, they're giving Ortega options to exit that would be pretty unpainful for him. But ultimately, it looks like he's going to dig in and 
go down the road that so many of these people in these countries do. You actually hit the road to the airport like at 3 in the morning to yeah, avoid we had, roadblocks. Right, we, look, protesters, the one good thing about them is they tend to not get going until about noon, 1 o'clock. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no, we uh, yeah, got in the car at dark 30 so we could uh, try to avoid that wow. as much as possible because the problem is in these situations is they do things it's just a riot. It's just a mob. It's not any intent. It just it gets out of control, and uh, and this all began with uh, you know the retraction, a five percent decrease in the social security benefits to the uh, to the elderly, and uh, and then you know, like fifty elderly people you know protested elderly. It was a peaceful protest, but then some of the the youths on the other side, the Sandinista youths, they ended up you know beating the elderly that were protesting. Oh, yeah. And then the students got involved protesting the beating of the elderly. And then, wow. you know, then the cops got engaged with them. And it's just in the media. It's been a mess. And uh, it's very uneasy right now. And the truth is, all we want is we want peace. Mm-hmm. We want stability. You know, we uh, none of us that, well, I can't say none of us, but for the vast majority of us, we have no political... Well, there were some protests as well uh, about the women losing their rights. Well, all right. That's true. That's a lot of great stuff. We're going to have more with Steve Sock and the Scoop with Coop when we come back. Till then, keep it lit. Win a date with Adam K., the Brewmeister. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. A lot of people going to get hurt. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. KMA Talk Radio. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg. The perfect cigar to pair with beer. The party's always rocking at Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club with drink and dinner specials like the 16-ounce New York Strip and Mashed Potato Dinner, $16.95, 5 till 10 daily. And Magnum Mondays with specials on bottles and $3 premiums till midnight. And Warrior Wednesdays where all vets, current military, and first responders are in free with work ID. All of this greatness while jamming out to DJ Legato and enjoying the finest women in Palm Beach. The Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club, corner of Okeechobee Military Trail, West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to the Sweatbox edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the meat king himself, do, Mr. Do Honest we have Abe. footage of this? Is this at the right camera angle? Does anybody see this tomahawk? It's going to disappear anyway, so it doesn't And matter. these burritos? I never know I wanted a burrito so bad in my oh, life. Oh, man, we're right going to be so eating this. Oh, look at Colin. Yeah. I can't wait to have my man Evan Darnell come in. He's going to be coming in after this next segment and talk about the Red Meat Lovers Club. I'm telling you, it's one of the most amazing events How I went to. How long do I have to wait until I can eat the burrito? That's what I was just going to say. You're not invited. we oh. got to wait until... Yeah, dude. You can't start it without him in the room. Oh, God. Why'd you bring it in here then? I'm yeah, just, I didn't even know it existed I'm, until now. It's called teasing the next segment. Yeah, but you're teasing us. It's like putting a it's like putting a bowl of like red raw meat down in front of dogs and then just no no no. This is really something like amazing. Yeah. Ugh. So so before the break, we're, we're, 
we're, yeah. talking, we're talking about Nicaragua. Yeah. And the political climate in there. And, and you're, you're telling me, basically, everybody's very nervous because they feel it's really on the brink of losing any kind of stability there. Yeah, I, I think the thing is, look, you know, the funny part is when you mention Nicaragua, people always went back to the Civil War and the Revolution. So it's only been for the average American and not even for the all Americans, but it's only been like the last five some odd years that people have come around to realize that it's so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, safest country in all of Central America. It's had a stable government. The economy has been growing. The standard of living has been going up. I mean, there's been a lot of very positive things. Now, granted, it's still a third world country and it's still one of the poorest in the world. But things are improving and you could see that improvement. And I think that's the part that's so disconcerting is like, Oh, no, not again. You know what I mean? We've made so much headway. I mean, real progress. I mean, yeah, tremendous progress. Yep, the way they live, the quality of life down there. I mean, and uh, and so it's, and, you know, and look, we have, as an industry, have literally just, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars invested, mm-hmm. you know, in Nicaragua as an industry. And, you know, Nicaraguan cigars have become the number one selling cigars in the entire in the u.s mm-hmm. and i have to tell you nicaraguan cigars are challenging cuban cigars internationally in all sorts of markets sure you're getting I, a, i've always said for years that my belief was and not, not there's anything wrong with honduran cigars anything wrong with dominican cigars they have their own flavor profile yeah. but i believe some of the best cigars made today is being made in nicaragua oh absolutely i've said it to my consumers i've said it on the air and i'll tell you what i'll tell you where the, the what's happening now is we used to be an industry that always was trying to replicate Cuban cigars. It was kind of like, oh, okay, what's going to be Cuban-like? What can we make that's going to compare? Nicaraguan cigars, I think, are getting to the point that they don't care. Mm-hmm. We just make Nicaraguan cigars. Nicaraguan cigars have their own unique flavor, their own textures, and we don't care. that we're not. It's just totally different. We're not trying to pretend to be a replacement for a Cuban cigar, because in our hearts we feel they're we actually feel they're better, and they have a solid leg to stand on, and yeah. actually giving that because it's the truth, you know. So, um, but you know, but so I guess this is just this is just the type of turmoil nobody wants to see. I uh, agree, man. Uh, what is it going to take to get through this? Is Ortega going to have to be ousted? Is it going to just have to? Is a new regime going to have to come in? Is there going to have to be outside help to get to help see this through? Let me say this, Adam. The one thing that we as I try, I don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because the truth is, there's no way you could win. There's yeah. no way I can win in this conversation. I yeah. actually don't ultimately care. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's up to the Nicaraguan people. I just would hope that somehow we could have a smooth transition. It can either be the existing government figures out how to make this work and take care of the problems that are existing. Or it can be that the existing government, you know, steps down or the existing government gets replaced. We just want we just want to have a nice, calm, stable, you know, we don't want, we don't have to worry about getting shot. We don't want to have to worry about buildings being burnt down. We don't want to we don't want to have national strikes and riots in the street and closing the Pan American and flipping cars and lighting tires on fire. And, you know, students, I mean, it's it's I mean, 70 people. And this is all, I mean, this is just since April 18th. I know, fast. That's how fast it's, it's been. It's amazing. And you were, we were talking about this last night. You know, we are hanging out. It was, it's amazing how fast things have deteriorated. Yeah. It means like light speed. Yeah, and let me say this. It isn't like everywhere. 
You know what I mean? It's not like the but it's whole, where it counts. But it's in the places it counts. That's the problem. And you know, and and you know, and it's uh, it's. I mean, I don't know what happened, but they were calling for a stoppage. On ye- yesterday, mm-hmm. they were calling for a stoppage of all the buses and all the trucks because they imposed a, a four quart of a tax on gasoline that's new. And I mean, so it's like it's just just it's just all these little things. They just keep and uh, it's it's in a, I'm hoping that we can get through this, but I don't really have anything more other than hope because mm-hmm. I can't. None of us can affect the policy or the outcome. We're kind of at the whim mm-hmm. of the political tides. Well, Buy your Nicaraguan cigars now, I guess. Yeah, sometimes I think we as Americans who sit in this country just forget how frail something can be somewhere else. Yeah. Well, you know. Look, we forget it even though I'm there all the time. Well, I mean, you get lulled into a sense of like, wow. All right, take a yeah, break. Absolutely. Have Evan Darnell after the break. He's yeah, let's go to the meat. This is start, depressing me. some of his food. Who wants some meat? There we go. <laughs> All right, this is KMA Talk Radio broadcasting live here on it in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Evan Darnell of the Red Meat Lovers Club. Steve Socket, thanks for being on the hot seat. He's going to stick around because, well, we put food in front of him. And that's, that's right. I'm not going anywhere until I get a taste of that burrito. Absolutely. More great stuff to come right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. <laughs> You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied. This cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. 
We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old school barbershops in a new cinematic themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate master blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the man who loves meat more than life itself, Mr. Honest Dave. I'm in heaven. I don't know what to do. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. Uh, Steve Saka is uh, sitting in with us. Steve? I'm here for the. I'm here for this. I'm he, not leaving. His name is actually salivating soccer right now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hey, no. we forgot. I was going to bring up your figurine. Can I talk about it? Mention it or no? Is that like still no, a surprise? No, that's a secret. All right, I won't say nothing. Then I'll wait. Okay. Now I just teased it though. Hey. So everybody's going to start asking a about. Girl it has to keep a secret. No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> got to keep a little something behind the veil. Uh, oh, I love this food close-up of this platter. Hang on, I got to get the right camera. Angle oh, yeah. That's the camera you're going to use. You got to get the money shot. Yes, right yes, there. yes. Right here. And uh, joining us for this segment is uh, Evan Darnell of the Red Meat Lovers Club. Uh, Evan is a lover of red meat, cigars, and friends, and is committed to bring steaksmen together one bite at a time. He is the Secretary of Steak. I am I love the Secretary it. of Steak. Do you have business cards that say that on that? Because you're really missing you out should. on that. I, re- I really should. Really I should put should. it on my license plate for... Uh, <laughs> yes, actually, that's even better. It should be your license plate, oh, business cards, just statement. Absolutely. This is like the heaviest cutting board I've ever seen. That's Holy. a professional cutting board Holy right there. Moly. So, Evan, where did your love of meat come from? Uh, well, I probably way before I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a... It's been a passion of mine. It was in the restaurant industry for 20 years oh, wow. in New York City, mm-hmm. and every time a steak went out of the kitchen, I felt a little bit of pride. And uh, But the club is, not only does it celebrate red meat, it celebrates cigars, and it celebrates brown it's, spirits. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle no doubt. Now, the, the Red Meat Lovers Club is something you started in college? I started in college, 1994. I was I went to Tulane mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Go Green Wave. Go Green Wave. Uh, learned a lot about 
loving food down there. Oh, food's it, incredible. It really is. <laughs> it's probably my favorite place uh, next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, in 1994, uh, about six weeks into my freshman year, I saw on, uh, on a table, save students advocating vegetarian eating. And I knew right there I had to go all the way 180 degrees. I started the Red Meat Lovers Club. I was the Secretary of State. Same thing, but this club here is the same exact club as 20 years ago, but we have a little bit more money so we can do more cool stuff. Ah, yes. It's the problem with having a club in college. Yeah, our meetings, that's what we call our our, meetings. Our meetings were uh, $7 in college. All you can can eat and drink warm beer and and burgers. uh, How is that even possible? Well, it was uh, New Orleans. I probably put all the food bills on my fraternity house's uh, <laughs> account. I was in charge of the. He didn't uh, say he was profitable. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not profitable. This is what you call a subsidized group. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> at the same time, one day, one day, this will be a business, and um, we we do it once a month. Hopefully, I can see it turning into more. Well, you know, it's a lot of work because you know one thing about. And I've only experienced like one of these events so far, but the one thing I've seen. And a guy who does events, even just in the details, you know, we all got Meat Lovers Club aprons, the last one. These right. little star, like solid metal, stainless steel, little stars so that every event we go to, we get another star and we can pin it on our smock. I mean, just the, the detail, it's a lot of work. And this guy's not like just organizing dinner in restaurants. Right. You got stuff lined up on Lamborghini showroom floors. Yeah. You're doing a food truck yes, extravaganza. You're doing one in a gas station uh, the one coming up actually Wait, this, is, this, is insane. <laughs> this is this is actually a lot of fun so i brought in two props today each one is more delicious than the next i brought in some burritos mm-hmm. from our friends at los bacatos which is on 441 and hillsborough in parkland those guys uh created a unbelievable street taco inside the world's nicest gas station we're is it doing, like Wawa nice? Oh, it's Wawa nice. It's Chevron nice. Oh, okay. They have the cool plastic on the toilet seats, which goes a long way. Oh, in and my book, yeah. they're very fancy. Oh, there. that's yeah. some top flight right there. Yeah. That is. Yeah. And um, so those guys made us some steak burritos. I don't know what. There's definitely some steak. There's definitely some pork. There's some chicken. But um, they're doing an off the menu. Dinner for us on May 24th. Uh, I don't even know what off the menu is, but I'm already salivating. Yeah, no, it's going to be absolutely insane. That you're, I, I'm looking for. I didn't want to close down. I don't think I had the option to close the gas station, but the uh, the restaurant will be closed because I want to see people's faces when they come in. And there's uh, 35 guys having an, a four course. Delicious. In the gas station. Inside. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going to have. This is how insane it is. And and then we're going to um, have a couple cigars outside, and it is going to be revolutionary. I mean, uh, at the last event, there was a bacon tree. Yeah. A bacon tree. Oh, wow. A tree in the lobby with, like, like quarter, eighth of an inch thick slices of this amazing bacon that as fast as you could take it off the clothespin right. and eat it, people were pinning more back up. We, we we were we were good with that. That's what ready. I want for Christmas. We were getting ready tree. to go home. We were ready to go home right after that. I mean, we were good at that. <laughs> yes, uh, the bacon tray uh, was invented eight years ago for Major League Baseball. I used to do high end events in New York City, and Major League Baseball had a uh, one of their national sponsors was uh, uh, they did 
turf rebuilding, like Scott's or something. So I created a tree, and I had their product laid out as fertilizer. Wow. Uh, so we had uh, – <laughs> that, was, that was the invention of the bacon tree. Shout out to David Burke. Uh, my mentoring chef. Give us a little background about yourself. You, you're, yeah. very, you're a very interesting guy, though. You don't like you like to research everybody, but you don't talk about yourself uh, that much. You obviously had you've gotten into the restaurants. You had restaurants. Yeah. So um, I went to school in New Orleans, and then right away I got really lucky. Uh, when I graduated at 22 years old, I went right into restaurant management, and I was managing a restaurant on the Upper East Side, of New York City, that was New Orleans themed. Perfect. So there was, it was a seamless transition for right. me. I think I was hired uh, within uh, five minutes of the interview. And then I went into, did a complete opposite, went into fine dining in New York City, worked for a gentleman, a sh- famous chef, Larry Forgione, whose son, Mark Forgione, is on the Iron Chef. Um, and then from there, I just worked at some really amazing places One and companies, Smith & Olenski. Uh, I worked for them back in the day at the Plaza Hotel, and uh, signature dish was the uh, bone-in ribeye. And uh, I'm staring at one now, so it's all it's all full circle. We, it is uh, full circle. Restaurant business um, was my passion in life, um, and I opened up my own restaurant, which I still uh, I'm recovering from mentally. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that was uh, really high profile and a, a great learning experience for myself. And, and you're, you're new in Florida, not that so, long. Yeah, I, I moved here August first from New York, uh, from New Jersey. Even though I was living in Manhattan for 15 years, I was in New Jersey for three years. And a gentleman that I highly respect said, "I'm moving from Fancyville, New Jersey, and I'm moving down to a place in Delray Beach." And I Googled it. And it was always on our radar. Um, my uh, incredible wife, incredibly understanding, saint-like almost, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> who lets me uh, do this meat club, uh, said to me, let's, let's look at it. We both work from home. So the restaurant business is somewhat behind me as of a couple years ago. And uh, we both work from home. Uh, and we absolutely adore Florida, our in-laws live, or my my in-laws live here, and we've been visiting, and it just seemed like the right moment. So August first, we we moved, and we got in before the school year, and started we, the club. Actually, after you got down here, revitalized it or we, brought it back. We 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 shuck off the the cobwebs, um, and we we started the club, and it, it, the club is actually just an extension of um, some really good friends that live with us uh, that... Well, that's how it started out. That's how it started out. The, the, the one I went to, you had 110? We had 110 20? guys. Yeah. And we, that was sold to. out. Um, and and your membership's at what, 500? Uh, it's going to be 500 probably after this show. And, and just so you know, <laughs> believe, but, but you got guys, members of your clubs all over the world. I see guys posting. Yeah. I mean, even though we get together here locally, yep. there are guys that belong to your club all over. Yes. There's people that have flown in from Minnesota. Shout out Aaron Roth. Uh, there's people that have come in from Philadelphia, from California. It, it It's a great gathering place. The The backbone of the club. And it, the 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 real essence of it is, and it's really sleepy. It's really sounds really boring, but it, it's what we're we're a men's networking group that we absolutely love each other's company. I would much rather do business with people 
that have like person like personalities. Right. If I can do business with someone and have a cigar with them and have a steak with them, that's the trifecta. Let me tell you something. It was like a man's man event, man. Yeah. I mean, it was everybody just having a really great time smoking cigars on the patio, yep. eating. You yep. even raised money for some charity. That yeah, day. we had a – so actually – so it's funny. It's like how, how, how things evolve. Uh, a dear friend of mine, Mr. Robert Ecker, whose son passed away, oh. um, he – started a charity so from that charity uh this is their third year i had an idea that i'm going to auction off something and that something was i'm gonna i love to cook i never worked in the kitchens of um restaurants i've always run restaurants but when you're in the front and you're the general manager or the director of a company you have to know about food so i started uh, cooking lunches we have men who lunch uh, another part only in only in Delray Beach or in Boca can you get twenty five to come twenty five guys to come over your house on a Thursday at noon for lunch for lunch right. and it's just an extension of the club. I absolutely adore adore having people over and and mixing friends. So I auctioned off a uh, a lunch or dinner for ten that I would cook. I had a really rare bottle of scotch that I gave with it and. We ended up raising because I doubled the lot. Right. Yeah. I doubled the lot, so I got to get another rare bottle of bourbon. <laughs> Shout out! Oh, Shout yeah. out to Dave Gusick, <laughs> who won the second auction. We ended up raising uh, forty four hundred dollars, which was a in com- five minutes. Oh, in wow. five minutes. Yeah, in five minutes. And we ended up. Break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this is great, Dave. We're going to eat during the break. Yes, we're going to eat during the break more. and talk about the food. <laughs> Thank gotta God, go. this is yeah. killing me. I know. Keep it lit. <laughs> You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Once in a lifetime, something comes along that changes the game. That time is now. The Blast by Infinity is the most advanced, scientifically proven, multi-purpose protectant on the market today. The Blast eliminates all smoke and odor on contact and creates a long-lasting barrier of protection. The Blast works on clothing, textiles, and hard surfaces. Water-based, non-toxic, hypoallergenic, 100% guaranteed. Safe for human and pets. Visit InfinityOdorShield.com. Nestor Miranda has always believed it's not just cigars, it's a lifestyle. And the Nestor Miranda collection is handmade at My Father Cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua for your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're smooth like the Connecticut, mellow as a Habano, bold like the Maduro, or spicy like the all-new Corojo. The Nestor Miranda collection is blended with your lifestyle in mind. Four sizes, four blends, one life. Celebrate your lifestyle with the cigars of the Nestor Miranda collection today. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. 
Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. Can I be? Can I change it to Adam K., the, the Burrito Meister? Yeah, I mean, I never nodded, wanted to break the end, like this break now. I know. I mean, there should be an aftershot of what we, we did out this board, <laughs> basically had, in a three-minute commercial break. I had to put the burrito down even though I don't want to. Oh, my God. But with me, of course, burrito, That was well, an amazing burrito. I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Los Picados I'm, I'm dying to eat it now, but I know the chews sounds are going to come to Oh, yeah. Fire. That mic picks it up. Yeah. And, you know, you say to yourself, it's a burrito. What can you do? It's rice yeah. amazing. I mean, this was amazing. Yeah, they, those the guys. Whatever sauce they got Anthony there, Anthony and Robbie really are good. the chefs. They both have fine dining backgrounds. Those guys just... I absolutely adore how when a great chef can really present something that's common but in a more elevated form. Oh. It's so good. And how did you meet these guys? So um, I have a – so in the morning, every Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. only in Boca, do we have 10 to 12 guys that meet at Starbucks at 745 in the morning to 830. It's a minion of men. Wow. And all we do is talk about f- previous night's food. Uh, there's some a little bit of cigar talk, but there's it's basically all food talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Lichtenstein uh, is our psycho foodie who has traveled extensive every restaurant. He doesn't tell you where to go; he tells you where to go and what to order, which is nice. You don't even have to look at the right. menu. Right, you're nice. So he told me about this place, and when I walked into it, I was I was like, oh, we got to do something here because it's it's re- I want to go towards. I don't want to. 
I call it, there's like lazy events. Hey, I'm, oh no, your no, events are not no, lazy. No, but I'm saying no. like you could easily just call like one of the restaurants right. down here. I'm bringing in 45 guys. Great, I'm bringing in 100 guys. Right. Great, but you gotta as we as we evolve, the events will evolve, and I try to keep on upping it. So, in a gas station um, on May 24th, in a gas station, we are going it. to be eating and 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 having having a good time. And then the June 28th event, which I'm calling the Game Changer. And uh, you guys got to all you know, follow us at Red Meat Lovers Club on Facebook and ask to join. There's no membership, membership fee, but you do have to ask, answer your favorite, your favorite cut of meat and your favorite steakhouse. Those are two qualifying questions. If That's anyone it. answers, uh, the, like, I won't name any restaurants, but there's a couple bad answers, if you will. <laughs> well, so, wait, so I'd, I'd like to know, Abe, who, what your favorite steakhouse is um i'm assuming it's in chicago um yeah in chicago honestly uh there was two places i really really liked and one's not like a nationally known one it's a very local it's a place called gene and georgetti's in chicago that's it's an old one. place it's yeah, a real old place and uh, gibson's is always good can't go wrong at gibson's but um yeah i mean it's good steak is you, you don't cook it right it's just pointless you're eating leather, so yeah. You, you, steak's one of those things. I'm very selective. I just don't eat anywhere. If I'm going to have mm. steak, it's got to be at a place that it's an art form. It specializes in making a steak. Now, this tomahawk we, we have destroyed. Uh, destroyed. This is, is a very specific. Yes. Th- tell us about the tomahawk. So um, this is from Premier Meats in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, in L.A., we just ate a steak yeah, that came in from L.A. Yeah, yeah. He flew it in. Um, it is it is a prime meat, mm-hmm. and it's dry aged. So, it's extremely marbleized. Yeah, it is. Um, it's just a really special type of meat. I, you gotta love dry age. It really concentrates the flavor of the beef, and then uh, it being prime, it's the best you know selected of all of all the cows. So we we absolutely did destroy it. But the the reason why I brought in a bone uh, bone and ribeye is on June twenty eighth, our next event. And I'm not releasing the location, but the hint is... I love that, right? I, it, the hint is it's it's going to be easily the most special, bespoke location I've ever done an event at. It is going to be a celebration of the bone and ribeye. So every person that is going to be at this dinner for entree is going to have one of these in front of them. And it's going to... I'm looking forward to having 150 to 200 guys... At this thing, and want to fly in for that one? It will be. <laughs> it will be. Mark my words. Steak is almost as much as the ticket, right? right? To fly in, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's not an inexpensive cut of meat. No, no. it's not. But again, it's great doing going to events where um, you know the host doesn't make a profit on it. So, um, well, you know what? I throw a big event every year, yep. and and I, I threw a couple big successful ones. And my theory always was going in was. Especially when you're starting something out, I think is where most yep. people fail. I never worried about making money. Mm-mm. If I worried about making money in my first couple of years of trying to build a major event, you'll right. always fail. Right. All I did was focus on the experience. Right. So all I did, and I lost money easily the first few years oh, I yeah. tried to do a mm-hmm. major event. But now, 13 years later, we got people flying in, not just from all over the country, from outside well, the country, world, yeah. come every year for our annual event. So... That and, and that's what I saw at yours. He's yeah. not worried. I mean, cause, I mean, there's there, a there was plan. there was enough food to feed another hundred people at this event. Yeah, so, I don't even think I'm exaggerating. You uh, couldn't run out of food. You couldn't say you didn't eat enough food. 
I mean, the person I went with as a guest thought this whole event was done when we were halfway through the food eating frenzy. <laughs> we went and had a cigar break, and he came back, and they started bringing more food. Like, what? There's more? Are you yeah. kidding me? I thought we were done. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect setting for a unicorn. Huh? Perfect setting for a unicorn. Perfect setting for some unicorns. Yeah, Perfect setting. But, he got that in there. That's actually true. <laughs> but, but I mean, look, for a guy who likes food so much mm-hmm. and has been around food since college, right. he, he looks like he hit the gym a little. Uh, actually, you know, you got, I, I you got some well, small shoulders and arms there. A couple shoulders. Yeah. I, uh, on June 14th, I did two things. I said, Last June 14th. No, no, I'm sorry. In January 14th. There you go. January 14th, I did two things. I, I set the Florida State bench press record for my age group. And then really? I, yeah, and then I completely tore my bicep on the deadlift <laughs> <laughs> right after that. So uh, I got a cool scar. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah, cow. I was out for uh, three months. I'm just getting back into it. Was this like a competition? This was a competition. It was actually at um, Boynton Beach Barbell, and it was great. And I got the I got I deadlifted 627 pounds, got it up, and when I was putting it down, it was. Oh my god! You know, I just oh I, I don't have, when I was younger. Well, yeah. No, no, I think in um, it, when I actually do that, it actually rolls up. Oh yeah, you know, I the reason you, you don't have Balls to think it. Oh yeah, you it, see it. It happened. Yeah, you see it. It happened. It happened oh. to me. And uh, well, actually, so I was out all that gym time that I would have the 90 minutes to two hours in the morning going to either CrossFit or yoga. I would. I was able to concentrate on, on the meat livers club. It was destiny. It was destiny. Um, I mean, I'm at that age, honestly, because I used to have that mental attitude where I played ball and I was younger. But, like, you know, I told you we've been having a trainer now. I committed, like, right. 30 days. I prepaid. All I do is say, oh, no, I don't know. My knee don't feel good. I'm so paranoid yeah. about at this age with four kids. and I don't, I don't want to hurt myself. I didn't. I, I just don't feel immortal anymore. You know, when you're in your yeah, 20s, yeah. you don't that feel like you're. for sure. Yeah, you don't you feel like don't you're going to get immortal. hurt. You don't feel like nothing is going to hurt you. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, is that a twinge in my knee? I can't blow my knee. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm, like, I would, I'm 42. <laughs> yeah. And I, when when I I didn't have any fear at all. I never. But after the injury, I, I certainly do. You will. Yeah, yeah. I had a bad calf injury. I used to play a lot of racquetball regularly, and one day I it, it just the muscle just snapped. Just yeah. after I was warm and everything, and I fell to the ground and cried and was screaming like a yep. baby. That's how bad a pain it was. And I didn't even look at my leg. I really thought it felt like while I was running, someone took a crowbar and mm. whacked me as hard as they could in my calf. And I thought when I looked at it, I was going to see it all balled up. Yep, yep. And after about 20 minutes, it calmed down. It was normal. And it was just some bad pull. But let me tell you wow. something. Even till now, it's years later, if I try to overexert myself, I feel I freak out. Wow. I think it's going to happen again. When you get a bad injury like that, man, it freaks you out for sure. I'm certainly – I actually <laughs> – I, half my Facebook feed is talking about my son's monster watermelon calves. Which, which hold on. By the way, he's <laughs> like your spokesperson. He is. When you go on the website, his son has, like, the best post. Well, he's the, right? he's and he the, yells at all – ends them all screaming, Red me, little stuff. It's he's, awesome. He's our CMO, Chief Marinating Officer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank there you. you go. Thank you, Matt Weiss, for that one. I'd like, uh, to, I'd like to apply for a job in his cabinet. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so the one coming up, June 28th, we're working with um, Jason Savino and uh, extra very sexy chef, uh, Justin, and we're going to be doing um, uh, just an absolute – we're, we're creating this event. I've been working in my mind at like four in the morning. Another idea comes to me, and I, I retain about half my thoughts at, at four in the morning. But the one on June 28th is going to be ridiculous. Well, if you're anywhere near South Florida, 
I, it's going to be so much fun. If you're a man, and I, I think I made my first post, <laughs> if you're a man you have a sack, this is a club you need to belong to. And yeah. I said it because it's, it's literally – I just want well, to – I'm assuming, I mean, you, you've got women members too, right? No, this is a men's only club. Oh. We are stakes yes, men. Yes, dude. Um, I'm telling that's you. That's a great question. Uh, I no, felt like no Tim Allen. I just want to go – the whole event. It's a special group of guys. The core group of guys are what's making this thing so much fun. It's always the people, isn't it? It's always the people. You know, we got a couple guys, Lauren and Brandon. He, both of those guys uh, are my uh, guys, they're my go-to guys. One's my Rush chairman, uh, and then there's uh, Brandon, he's my uh, communications stake-retary, and he Steak does retary. all of our all of our hats, all of our signs. We're going to, before you knew it, like what's having great with someone like that on your team is you can like really produce a line of clothing in about two days. He's got gear already. We have gear. Aprons, I'm wearing hat. it. He's got gear. We have we have one shirt. I that need we to ha- connect with this guy because I'm like all details. So uh. there's one shirt we haven't released yet, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to know uh, if what your listeners think about this is we have one hashtag hashtag meet two M E A T. T-O-O. I love it. Hashtag Meet Two. I want one. I know you do. I, <laughs> I love it. I don't know if you heard me on the show, but I had my feelings talk about that Meet Two thing and that whole thing. I discussed I, it on the air. Uh, well, the thing is, that, like, we don't want to take ourselves so incredibly seriously. We're just a I bunch love of good it. Meet Two. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, we could work on that I together. Want that actually came out. Thank you, Greg Minion Man. For uh, putting that together. See, and I thought mine was all good. Now I feel like so, like, over, like, everybody, I was just, I shot below the bar. Well, I love Meat Too. Meat Too. I gave him one Do over the weekend. first on KMA Talk Radio. I love that. Absolutely. Hey, you know, I just thought of something. Adam could really be of use to you because if you need somebody like dead to. meat? Yeah, well, no. Oh. <laughs> no, if you need somebody to escort the meat that you fly in from L.A. and all over the world, he was actually in a presidential motorcade. <laughs> he was. He could, he was he could actually escort motorcade. it. <laughs> and the best part is we've known him for like eight years, and he brings this up nonchalantly during one of our shows. Like, yeah, when I was in the president driving for the president, and we all stopped. Like, what? What? Yeah, when, when you were what? You were in a presidential <laughs> motorcade? Are you just bringing this up? Like, yeah. It was like when thought- I was an Olympic gymnast right? in, in <laughs> right? 1978. Yeah. You never yeah. thought to bring this up in conversation like it'd be interesting? It never came up yeah. in topics. Back when it? I was doing the ballet. Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you'd like to share today? Right? Not really. <laughs> I have nothing. But uh, people should check out the Red Meat Club Lovers Club Facebook page. Is there a Twitter, Instagram, or anything else? Yeah, we're at, at Red Meat Lovers Club mm-hmm. for our uh, Instagram. And then we're going to have... Our soon-to-be-unveiled uh, website in 10 days from now. It'll be oh. a lot more fun. And that's going to be redmeatloversclub.com. Ooh, yes. Make sure you check it out for all the great stuff. And if you're anywhere in the area and you want to come down, make sure you go to Red Meat Lovers Club on Facebook. And how do pe- people want to join? People want to sign yeah, up? People so wanna, how would people actually, if they want to go to the event on the 24th, what do they have to do? Uh, it's on the 20, uh, May 24th, sold out. Sold out very quickly. Psych! But June 28th Darn. event, we can hold hopefully up to 200 Thick necked dudes. Neck? What neck? <laughs> I lost seen that. Mine in two I, decades. Yeah, yeah, we actually have a special table, the twenty inch neck the and above. The uh, necklace. <laughs> well, that's how you get but, a real man group. Of really? Exactly. I enjoy a good t shirt, but it's been absolutely. Um, so June twenty eighth is the next mm-hmm. event. It's on Eventbrite, and then we're also doing another event June thirtieth. This is Red Meat Lovers Club produced. It's for guys, women, and family. We're doing uh, oh, the nice. Uncle Drew premiere 
for the Boys and Girls Club at Delray Marketplace. And you can find out that also at um, Red Meat Lovers Club on Facebook. And we're everyone's invited to that. There's great tickets. We're raising money for the Boys and Girls Club. So that's with Lisa Leslie, the star, the, the, the GOAT, the greatest of all time women's basketball player, will be there. Um, her husband is a fellow stakesman, and he and I have teamed up to just create an awesome event for Boys and Girls Club. Cool. Very nice. So make sure you check out Evan. Keep doing all the great work you're doing. Yeah. Well, you are trying. truly on a mission from God. Uh, well, yeah, uh, everybody's you, got causes out there, but this is a real cause. This is a great right. cause. This is a cause. Yeah. Cause you can get behind. Steaks and cigars, thank you. Yes. <laughs> all right. Evan, thank you for being here. Thank you for bringing in the burritos and meat. Make sure oh, you check man. out all the great the stuff break. coming. I know. I'm dying. <laughs> That's I'm like, what, I've been trying to go back to the break for a little break, while. Break break break. Break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll see who belongs in Cigar Insane Asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram. Yes, it's mandatory. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. 
Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Burrito Meister. The Burrito Meister. With me, the host with the most, the meat enthusiast himself. If I, honest I don't know what seasoning was used in those burritos, but it was amazing. In fact, I just cut my daughter a piece because she was in the bathroom when we were cutting them up before and didn't get a piece. And Paul came back in, and what did she tell you? Oh, he's not there. What did she tell you, Paul? She told me it was the best food she ever put in her mouth. Excellent! That is that good. Oh, yeah, so uh, shout out to uh, the gas station in Parkland. I'll be seeing you Los probably. Los Bocados. Los Bocados. You'll be seeing me probably tomorrow or <laughs> probably every other day till who knows when. There's chips, too. I'll, I should bring them in. Chips? I tried a couple of them. They're really you good. You see what's on this plate and you're bringing me chips? Get out of here. Get out of here with your, your chips. All right, I'll have a couple you of chips. chips. Yeah. Uh, thanks, chips. Steve Saka, for being here. I don't have a make a segment. Uh, it was in the folder. It was yeah, yeah, right yeah. here. Somewhere there, there, there we go. go. We found it. Sakalicious. I stole it. You yes. stole it. I stole it. So, yeah, Steve, you got a bunch of events coming up in the next couple of weeks. Where are you going to be? Tell the listeners if they're going to be Yeah, no, I don't, you know, I, I've got a thing that I'm doing at, uh, I'm going to a store in Albany mm-hmm. uh, called Tismart. They're really good guys. Um, I'm then going to go visit our friends at uh, at Altoc in Princeton, New Jersey. You know, a little taste of Cuba. That's a great store. You know, you know, George. Yeah. And then... Uh, I'm doing this crazy uh, tobacchiato rolling seminar for... You still doing those seminars? Yeah, the, but this is where actually everybody gets tobacco and a chavetta and oh, wow. a, a cutting board. And I actually I actually walk them through so they can actually make their own Puritos. I'm doing that for 60 people at, uh, at, uh, at, the, at the CI place. So, oh. no, it's crazy. I mean... So if you're anywhere near those, make sure you check out Steve's uh, frantic tour in the country. Yeah, always running around in circles. So has Cindy started having an affair yet or what? Oh, God. She, <laughs> the fact she's still around, because I think, I think his wife and my wife, the way you describe her, yeah, that's, that's where we're at, dude. Saints. <laughs> oh, yes. And oh, Evan Darnell, thanks for, thanks for bringing meat. Thanks, who brings thanks for coming on. Thanks for bringing the message. And thanks for bringing some awesome grub. You're welcome. And we do events on the last Thursday of every month. 
That's right. another thing I didn't mention. And in ten days, but you even can... the Facebook pages is fun. Guys are interacting, oh, having yeah. fun, making ha ha's. It's, it's 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 great place. And in ten days, you can check out the redmeatloversclub.com and get yes. all kinds of. Make sure you participate and hey, forum talking points and everything. There's there's going to be a little bit of everything. Cool. I'm working on smell of vision as well. Oh. <laughs> smell of vision. And with that, let's see this week who belongs in a cigar in Saint Asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. You know, it's kind of ironic we're at this asylum right? this week. Right? Yeah. It's like it was almost time, you yeah. know. But in, in the words of uh, Clara Peller, for those of you who are old enough, where's the beef is where it's at. <laughs> I actually remember this guy being in the movie. Retired prison officer Don Gorski has reached his own personal culinary milestone in Wisconsin, of course. He'd have to be from Wisconsin in this. But if you're familiar, uh, there was a uh, movie, a uh, documentary that Morgan Spurlock made in 2004 called Supersize Me. Oh, yeah. Talking about the whole McDonald's thing. Yeah, he ate McDonald's for like 30 but, days straight, yep. right? Yeah. Well, nothing but McDonald's. Nothing but McDonald's. But he had a dude on there um, who was this Don Gorski guy. Uh, he's, six, he's 64 year old, years old. And basically, he had a half an hour presentation to the crowd where they watched him consume his 30,000 Big Mac. Wow. Yes. Um, basically, he, he, he was at the restaurant when, he had, when he's gotten his driver's license. He's basically had two Big Macs a day for 30 years. Uh, or, since he was or, he's 64 more. or so more yeah. than that. He he also said there's only really two days that he didn't eat Big Macs. One was the day his mother died because she asked him not to have a Big Mac that day. And before two, she died, obviously. Before yeah. she died. Or did she talk to him in the afterlife? No, 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 before. Okay. And then sure. he was on a road trip for like 600 miles at and one couldn't point. Couldn't find a McDonald's. Where can you go 600 miles in this country and not find a McDonald's? I agree. Yes. But, but could you imagine every day of your life having two Big Macs, that's the food you eat? I could have two bone-in ribeyes every day, but I'd last about 30 days. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Big Macs is so disgusting. Um, he, he's complete. It is. Dude, my children. McDonald's is not going to be a sponsor of this no, program. No, it never will be. <laughs> Listen, my kids. We have standards. I've never taken my kids to a McDonald's, other than for soft serve on a hot summer day. They've never had McDonald's. In fact, Come on, the French fries, man. Not, not good for you. Not what it used to be. Not what it used to be. Not even out, all that. No, when they come out, and not even super all that. Fresh and super. Listen, solid. I had a, my cousin come in out of town for uh. years, and I found out she was like a big, high end person in McDonald's branding, national branding. She's like involved in every ad and commercial, right? And she's like, she's all gung ho about the McDonald's. When I told my kids to go there, she actually bought them a McDonald's lunch. But 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 she seems to know the tricks. Okay, you got to order only one of the new quarter pounders because those are all fresh beef. And you, what people don't realize when McDonald's is, and she was explaining to me, a lot of it is they can't get the supply they want. It's like they don't want fresh beef. No one can supply them that much fresh beef. Right. So get the fresh beef, and then you always ask for it unseasoned because they pre-season their meat. So when you do it unseasoned, they actually cook it fresh. Uh, so you get all the little nicks and knacks and if you go to McDonald's, how to actually order. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty interesting. But, uh, yeah, without a doubt, Don Gorski, you are definitely this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars. Yeah, that's, uh, come on, get a little creative, man. Ah, that's Eat brutal. Something different. Yeah. Two Big Macs every day. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, next week, we will be live from the Florida Barn Smoker. Ooh, Orlando. In Interesting. Orlando. It'll be a great time. Shout out cool. to my friend Jeff. Yep, we'll be heading up to see him. We will see Jeff and all the guys up there. Till then, and as always, keep it lit. Paul the producer, the best we could afford. Dear little buttercups.
You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. The party's always rocking at Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club with drink and dinner specials like the 16-ounce New York Strip and Mashed Potato Dinner, $16.95, 5 till 10 daily. And Magnum Mondays with specials on bottles and $3 premiums till midnight. And Warrior Wednesdays where all vets, current military, and first responders are in free with work ID. All of this greatness while jamming out to DJ Legato and enjoying the finest women in Palm Beach. The Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club, corner of Okeechobee and Military Trail, West Palm Beach. 